Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program focused for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind. It's so empowering for women to hear about other women and their accomplishments. If you're going through any of life's transitions, this program is for you. Joyce is president and founder of Joy After Divorce, a one-on-one coaching practice that helps women rebuild and redesign their lives after divorce. As a certified coach, she's had extensive training, including mentoring and training by Jack Canfield of the Chicken Soup Book Series. Joyce is also a member of Leadership Texas. On today's program, Joyce and her guests will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here's our host and coach, Joyce Buford. Good morning. It's a beautiful morning where I am, and I hope it is for you as well. Uh, The sun is out, the rain has stopped, and we're just having a glorious day. We've got red birds flying around outside. It's awesome here. So I wish you the best day as well. Um, You know, Second Wind is about getting outside as well and enjoying all the fabulous things that we have. When we are in our Second Wind, sometimes we, we are challenged by forces that are outside ourselves. We're not quite sure what we're going to do. This, this wall that we may have run up against or the new experience that we're going through or the life change we're going through stops us. And we really need to pull out all the stops and look around us and enjoy where we are and realize that we're going someplace. So today, my guest is one that is going to really be valuable on this journey that you're going to be taking. And I am so looking forward to visiting with her and and excited that she's here with us this morning. So before we go forward, you know, I always like for you to get comfy. So get that cup of coffee, get to your chair and sit back. And let's enjoy our guest today, who is Heather McGlasson. Now, let me tell you how I met Heather. It was really from an awesome experience that I had in California at another workshop. And uh, you may have remembered that one of my guests was uh, Eldona Fredonis. And she had, Fernandez, excuse me, Eldona, and she had a a workshop out there, and Heather was one of her support team. And Heather is unique in that she just stands out with her vibrant personality or her excitement about life. It's so evident when you interact with Heather. Of course, I was... um, Anxious to have her on the show, not only for her upbeat and exciting resources that she put out around her, the energy she put out around her, but she also has a fabulous book that she's just written. So before before Heather speaks, let me tell you just a little bit about her. She is an author, as I said, and speaker, and a transformational negotiator. Now, 
We're going to ask Heather to explain that to us as we go forward. But she specializes in verbal and nonverbal communication. And you'll understand when you know that she's been a, a singer in a barber shop in, and was in the international winning barbershop singer. Also, she's a dancer. She is a teacher. And she's lived on many, two continents and three states. So she's well-versed in the world as well. Now, she has spent the last 26 years working with students and currently is a career development instructor at a holistic-oriented college. So, as you all may know from previous shows, I'm a passionate educator, and I love what educators give back to their environment. So, Heather, I am welcoming Hi. you with open arms, my dear. Oh, <laughs> Well, I remember you, too, from that event, and you were such a warm spirit. It did not surprise me in the least when you told me what you did. Oh. You had this, yes, because you had this um, radio show that inspired women in transition, and I'm like, I can, I can completely see that. You, you shine like, like a beacon that people, if they need that type of transition in their life, you would absolutely be the logical choice for them to turn to. Oh, well, thank you. Well, today I know we're going to bring such a valuable lesson to our listeners, and I, uh, I I don't know where to start because I'm so excited. But first, I'm, I think the good place is you say you're a transformational navigator, so maybe you can yeah. define that for us. So um, for a while, I, I was embracing being a coach, and the energy around being a coach was sort of um. I give you something to do, you give something back to me, I give you something to do. Because I, I teach in the classroom with uh, students who are about to get uh, degrees in uh, holistic health practitioning. Uh-huh. And, um, and, and it was very interesting. I love teaching this class. Sometimes I say it's, it's 12 classes with a captive audience. <laughs> <laughs> they are. <laughs> they, they are. But what I found that I love doing most was really... Um, working inside of their challenges and getting them to really, really think about how to get what they want because they all have these goals and these dreams Mm -hmm. and, you know, having them just go off and do it on their own, they would get very frustrated. So instead, we would set up the class uh, so it was almost like a mastermind group. Now, you've done masterminds before, right? Uh, Indeed, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So... But, but it was really interesting to take them one by one and, and have each of them be an example to the others on how to think through all of the, the challenges that they were facing on becoming an entrepreneur. Ah, And yes. so that's where the navigation comes in. Oh, okay. For those listeners that do not know what a mastermind is, it's where you gather five or six is the normal size uh, of individuals that have their own dreams and goals. And they use this collection of six individuals. They do not have to be uh, from the same industry. They do not have to have the same dream by any means. But they are 
information gatherers and because they are so diversified in their in their backgrounds they can bring solutions to the presenter so at, in a mastermind there's one person that presents at a time their wins the positive things that they've done what's happened since the last call and then they also ask what they're challenged with and from the group they get support to help them decide what might be the better path to take. Is that, do you have anything to add to that? You know what? You, you said it brilliantly. It really is that they all have a piece of the puzzle. You know, mm-hmm. some are really good at um, the financial side of things. Some people are really good at branding messages. And when you get minds together like that, where they're, they're in the energy of helping and lifting each other up, magic happens. Mm-hmm. And that's, really what I love creating, a collaboration. So, yeah. Yes, um, I love being the brilliance navigator, and I love pulling genius and brilliance out of people. Yeah, yeah. That's exciting to see that develop. And with those young minds, I can see, what is the average age of your students? Oh, you'd be really, really surprised. Um, I would have to say maybe late 30s, because uh-huh. while I will have some, out of high school, I also get a lot of people who've retired and they're mm. looking to change careers. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I can, that's big these days. We no longer is there the one-time career; it's mini careers. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. So and, and you're, if you're coming. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I mean, like what have what I see the most? The pattern that I see the most is people coming from the corporate world. And they're really, really worn down by the energy that was created in that world. And they, they just need something to not just um, change all that energy, but to, to really heal themselves and to mm. make a, a different difference in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that, Heather. The, the corporate world is so demanding these days that it, it does. It just takes your wind out of your sails so to say, and, and uh, with it a little bit of your self-esteem and your, your energy to move forward. All those tools we need as entrepreneurs, certainly, to build a, a new career. So I can see that attending your class has got to be a big surge for them. It's like a, an energy shot they get, for sure. <laughs> um, Okay, well, then, uh, yeah, I have a lot of energy, that's for sure. Um, yeah, the, the class is, if you can survive it, you can pretty much do anything, but uh, that's a different story. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have to share when the, we just have a couple minutes before we go to break, but I have to share with the group that I was the lone Texan, I believe, that was out in California at this workshop, and I saw in this group, they were uh, um, at, Fredona's, um, oh, Eldana's workshop, there was this support group. It's just awesome. She and, and Heather was part of the support group. And it was just, they were up on stage. They were dancing. They were, they were in costume. They were, we had so much fun. Yeah, you all must did. go at that speed all the time, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That makes life exciting and fun. It, so, it does. It does. <laughs> but anyway, as 
we as we've been talking, you can see just from our short brief time that Heather is going to be very interesting and we're going to have some great time today. But we're when we come back, we're going to talk about not only Heather's book, which is How to Rock What You Got in Life, Happiness on Tap, which I love the name of that book, Heather. That's oh, awesome. Thank you. Yeah. And so we're going to talk about that, how you can get that. And we're also going to talk about some other fascinating things about the brain and how it works and our subconscious, all those things that can determine how quickly we'll move forward. We return with more of Second Wind with Joyce Buford after this short break. Mobile is the future, and the future is now. Listen in each week, Tuesdays, 4 to 5 Central, to Brilliant Mobile Marketing with your host, Mobile Mary, as we simplify the hottest marketing channel, Mobile Marketing, and share secrets on how you can use mobile to be more brilliant, be more profitable, and have more fun in your industry. Join us each week to learn from brilliant business leaders on how to simply and easily capture a list of raving fans and turn them into loyal customers. This show will help business owners, authors, and speakers realize their own brilliance by tapping into the insights of fellow brilliant business leaders. We will also showcase brilliant tools, both traditional and digital, that will make you more brilliant in everything you do. Don't miss your date with Brilliant Mobile Marketing and your host, Mobile Mary, America's mobile marketing expert, as she shares her success strategies every Tuesday from 4 to 5 Central. This is Buzz Local Radio. We had the three topics here, and we just added a fourth because we started talking about hot dogs. <laughs> yes. Yep, in a band. He's in a band. We both had guitars, so I went over to his house Christmas Day that so day. we had to start a band. And uh, I think we wrote four or five that songs that afternoon. And Cannibalistic Fish was one of them. I couldn't do the dreads. My mom would not let me wear my pants backwards to school either. That was wiggity, 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 wiggity. (laughs) Buzz Local Radio. Available for free download on toginet.com. That's T-O-G-I-N-E-T dot com. Welcome back to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program focused for and about women. This is a show about how to attain your dreams. Now to help you create the life you want to live to its fullest, here is coach and author of Celebrating 365 Days of Gratitude, Joyce Buford. Welcome back. We are talking today with Heather McClasson, and she is an author, a speaker, and um, a teacher, she is a performer, she is a, and the list goes on and the list goes on. So I welcome you, Heather. I'm delighted you're with us today. Thank you. You know, transition is my thing. We're talking about second wind. She had Alzheimer's and dementia pretty bad. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I, they're in town with me, so I would see them all the time. And I had just had my children as she started to, to get really bad. Um, and if you're, I mean, I'm sure most of your listeners are familiar with the disease, you tend to kind of go backward in your thinking where you, you're not aware or you forget all the most recent things first. Mm-hmm. So there's a bit of a regression that happens, 
And I and I and it was very interesting um, afterwards after the fact that as my children got older, my grandmother would get younger to the point mm. where they're both having temper tantrums at the same time. Um, uh. And that's a little bit of the humor in it, uh, but there's not a lot of humor else humorous about that. I noticed something. So um, one night, I mean, I knew on top of things that she was just forgetting, you know, and, and life was becoming very difficult and she had difficulty communicating. But what was so amazing to me was the one time forgotten how. You really just take regular strides and so she'd use a walker. But my mom told me that she would wake up in the middle of the night and walk across the entire house like it was nothing. It's interesting. It is. So physically, her body knew what to do. Mm -hmm. And mentally, her brain got in the way of that. Mm. Okay. Can you imagine Mm -hmm. the realization that what this means is she is who she is inside of herself. She's just forgotten who she is and why she's there. Mm -hmm. And so her daily existence would be to sit on the couch and pass the time with the game shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Most most of us have someone in our lives or we know somebody who, who they do that. They watch a lot of TV. And, it, and I didn't realize until later it was because that was her default setting. Her, her existence before that with my grandfather around was to clean and keep him happy and and that's when she was called into service. Those are the things that she would do. And while she was waiting for those things to do, she would sit and watch TV. And with my... Yes? Yeah. No, I'm just... Yes, I'm just nodding. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, with, yeah. So with my grandfather gone, um, she didn't have that purpose anymore. Because mm-hmm. That was the purpose that she had created for herself. And so she went to the other default, was to just sit and wait. And the word wait now has become a very four-letter word for me. Mm. I I saw this, and, and, I, and I looked at my life, and I was just 30 at the time. I'm not going to tell you how long ago that was. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but I, that became something so scary to me. And, and I didn't know at the time if this was going to be perhaps my fate yes. in the future. Because I, I didn't, I hadn't studied Alzheimer's disease, mm-hmm. and and I didn't know was it inherited? Is this something that I was going to go through with my mother? Is it something mm-hmm. that was going to happen to me? And so something clicked, and it wasn't a smooth transition. It was almost really, really fast transition, where I'm like, crap! If I get trapped inside of myself, what are the things I'm going to be living with? What is my automatic pilot? What am I going to be doing? On a daily basis, number one, I don't want to be trapped. But number right. two, if I did go into some sort of an automatic pilot, what type of things do I want to be? What, what do I want to have? And mm-hmm. immediately gratitude comes to mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it, yeah. Um, and I wanted to be in the existence of love, in the existence of gratitude, in the existence of serving Mm-hmm. Um, and uplifting and shining and just enjoying and celebrating life. Yeah. I, and so and I started studying the brain. That's that's how really where it all started. I had to start studying the brain so I could figure out how not to become that. Mm-hmm. 
And did you find that it was inherited or not? Um, I believe right now, and of course things can change, um, they believe it might only be 1% of the cases, not 1% of the population, but 1% of the cases of Alzheimer's comes from a gene that can be turned on. Mm. You know, our genes will activate mm-hmm. or disactivate. So right. and that could be caused from, um, uh, it can be caused from habit, thought patterns. It can be caused from uh, um, nutrition, things like that. I'm not going to say exactly what it is because I don't want to really put that out there into the universe. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yes, but it seems that these days, I, I, Personally, this is my own personal opinion. I think that our nutrition has a big part in playing what happens to our bodies Mm -hmm. Uh, with all of the adjustments they have made with uh, our foods. It certainly, certainly speaks toward organic foods as being the best way to go. But that's from my own fact gathering, you know, which is... um, just more of what I look around and see. So, but anyway, so it really gave you food for thought that you wanted your life to be different. And, yeah, I, uh, I didn't want to just play and be in the game to observe. I wanted to be on top of the game. I wanted to create my own game. Um, okay, I need to make a profound statement because I completely wholeheartedly believe it's the key to really starting to become aware. Mm-hmm. of yourself and your reactions and your emotions and everything. And that's that we are meaning-making masterpieces. We make meaning in everything. Okay. And what that means to me is that stories in our lives, traumas, triumphs, everything changes based on what we need to learn from it in the time that we're in. Well, give me an example. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, um, a huge example. In fact, when I was really, really young, my, my mom, I thought it was because she was passive aggressive or something. Um, if I would do something to step outside of my boundaries, that was a meaning I'd made. Um, if I did anything to step outside of the boundaries, her, uh-huh. her idea of punishment was to completely ignore me. Yeah. And as a small child, I didn't understand what was going on. I was very upset that my mother would not tell me what I did wrong specifically and create some sort of correction. Mm-hmm. And this got to me for the longest time, and I had made it mean that I was a disappointment and I was too dumb to figure out why. Yeah, That was the meaning I had made. Later mm-hmm. on, I learned, and this was through all of this mind work that I had been studying, that the fact that she had not set up strict boundaries based on her own belief system Mm-hmm. left them open to interpretation for me. It okay. created a sensitivity in me where I became more aware of how my actions would affect the people around me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. but it didn't drill something into me where um, you went to the negotiation course with me, and that's a case in point. When you're a child, you don't negotiate with your parents. No. You don't no. talk back. <laughs> You don't argue the injustice that you think was done to you. However, when you become an adult, there are times when you need to fight against injustice or for justice. Mm -hmm. And if you've had those boundaries created in you, follow the rules, 
do what everyone's doing, do what you're told, then you may just accept everything handed to you. Mm. So I changed that meaning. Mm-hmm. I made it mean, I now make it mean, that she left, she left it open to interpretation so that I could just become more consciously aware of what I was putting into the world and affecting the people around me. Now, one of the things that I, I realized going to, it kind of opened up a new area for me, and I'm going to go here with this question. You may want to address it later, but in reading your blog on your website, you mentioned um, um, the subconscious, which we will visit later, but did you knowingly go back in and change your subconscious and how that was interpreted in your subconscious? You make it sound really complicated, but the thing is, it's easy if you allow it to be easy. It's like okay. you just you just realize the answer to a question, and you don't yeah. have to convince yourself of the answer. The answer is right. just there, and if it makes sense, you adopt it. Okay. And if it right, right, so right. yes, but you also have to be open to it, and that's the thing is, some people think what is is is, and they don't argue against what they were taught or what they formerly believed. But if you make everything in life a question rather than a statement, you open up your mind to new possibilities. Mm-hmm. So if you say, I have a bad memory, that's a statement, right? That's a statement, yeah. Yeah, and it's sort of like the little final, this final, I have a yes. bad memory. But it's like, you know, what if I can have a better memory? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes. And then the answer could be, yes. And then, of course, the obvious next question is, okay, how could I have a better memory? Yes. (laughs) I'm sitting here on the edge of my seat waiting for the answer. Oh, (laughs) cool. I love it. I love it. But, yeah, as soon as you start inserting more open-ended questions into your life to open up those possibilities, your Mm. power as a meaning-making masterpiece becomes exponential. You know? If you're in transition... It's like, it's not, I need to make a decision. It's, ooh, what decisions do I have available to me? What decisions can I create? Where do I want to go? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's more about the excitement of all the possibilities that are out there for you. I like it. And realizing (laughs) there are possibilities out there for you. Well, we are going to take a brief Uh, time away here and we will be back with Heather and this fabulous information that she is sharing with us and food for thought don't you think what asking questions versus making a statement and realizing our possibilities are unlimited We return with more of Second Wind with Joyce Buford after this short break. Get ready for Wise Up Radio, leveraging your learning, leadership, and legacy with Donna Kimbrand, the edgy evolutionary, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. If you're an entrepreneurial leader or visionary, Stay ahead of your game with insights, tools, and strategies that give you the thought leader's edge. Each week, join Donna and her guests as she'll ask the edgy questions, help you discover game-changing shortcuts to better thinking and learning, how to explore the ripple effects of leadership excellence, 
and how to create your life as a living legacy, where the legacy you leave is the life you live. As thought leaders, you need strategies to help you enjoy the confidence and thrill of riding the wave of rapid change. For more on Donna, check out her website, GameChangerThinking.com. Then join the conversation and sharpen up your wits on Wise Up Radio with Donna Kimbrand, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Mobile is the future, and the future is now. Listen in each week, Tuesdays, 4 to 5 Central, to Brilliant Mobile Marketing with your host, Mobile Mary, as we simplify the hottest marketing channel, Mobile Marketing, and share secrets on how you can use mobile to be more brilliant, be more profitable, and have more fun in your industry. Join us each week to learn from brilliant business leaders on how to simply and easily capture a list of raving fans and turn them into loyal customers. This show will help business owners, authors, and speakers realize their own brilliance by tapping into the insights of fellow brilliant business leaders. We will also showcase brilliant tools, both traditional and digital, that will make you more brilliant in everything you do. Don't miss your date with Brilliant Mobile Marketing and your host, Mobile Mary, America's mobile marketing expert, as she shares her success strategies every Tuesday from 4 to 5 Central. Welcome back to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program focused for and about women. This is a show about how to attain your dreams. Now to help you create the life you want to live to its fullest, here is coach and author of Celebrating 365 Days of Gratitude, Joyce Buford. Oh my goodness, are we having a great time with Heather McGlasson (laughs) this morning? We are talking about so many wonderful things, how she made her transformation, made her decision from... Her exposure to her grandmother with Alzheimer's very early in life and how she wanted to make a difference in her life. And so she decided to, to go into the world, the world of positivity. I'm going to say positive thinking, positive living. So when I was in, in sharing the information, Heather sent me, of course, her website, which is The Brilliant Navigator. And on that, I went to her blog. Now, Heather, when I went to the blog, blog, because of my interest in the brain, you had one called Brain Upgrade 2.0. And it, mm-hmm. I just was so drawn to that. And in that blog, you talk about some pretty important things that we do. And we're going to break them. We have the mind. And then we have the subconscious mind. So can you address a little bit about some of those agreements we make in that? Well, first off, what is the subconscious mind? Uh, the subconscious, I mean, you, everybody gets about two, was that 20,000 um, thoughts a day, but we have to dismiss most of them or we would just be completely overwhelmed by everything that we notice around us. Um, and And so... The subconscious mind is just sort of like a little recorder, and mm-hmm. it's recording all the sights, sounds, smells, touches, situations, um, and it's handling all of that for you. Kind of like, a, uh, well, I don't know, I can't think of a, a hard drive doing a whole bunch of little things underneath what you're operating on top, which is just the little things that you do on the surface. 
your conscious awareness is like, you know, the tip of an iceberg. And I'm sure some of you have seen the picture of an iceberg underwater with um, just the top poking out, but you don't know how deep that iceberg actually goes under the water. Well, mm-hmm. under the water is like the subconscious part of your mind. It's a lot of things there that are foundational, and they're supporting what consciously being made, as like you said, choices, decisions. Um, and to the best way to talk about the 2.0 is to think about when you were a kid, you're a different version of yourself now. Yes. yes. You still yes. have all the memories, mm-hmm. but you're not operating on the same level. You've changed. You've become really complex as a human being. We don't start off complex. We start off with this, I call it the brand new biocomputer. It's your brain, <laughs> and you get to program it all. Uh, wait, hold on. Miss Nomer, I spoke incorrectly. You don't get to program it all, and you know this is true because a lot of your environment your your parents, your mm-hmm. siblings, your friends, your teachers, they're all going to have a bit of a hand in programming that yeah. brand spanking new beautiful brain. Mm-hmm. And if you grew up in a great environment and everything was beautiful and friendly and full of love and learning, great. Unfortunately, that doesn't <laughs> happen for most of us. No. Right? We grew up with our own set of challenges and... Um, sometimes it's not programmed to the best of its ability, and then that's the issue. Um, When we get to be an adult, there's a lot of things that we were conditioned for or with that we have to change in order to survive in adulthood, in order to work. Right, yeah. And that's where the 2.0 comes in. We have to. We have to upgrade our thinking. We have to upgrade our Conscious agreements are are conditioning, or we're not going to function as adults. Right. Well, when you talk, I know on this you you listed three basic things that the subconscious mind has focused on, mm-hmm. and one of them was safe, keeping us safe. Mm-hmm. So we do the regular things all the time, and routines. We like that. And please jump in here if I'm misquoting any of this from you. Um, and then we save, you're save, saving you from perceived embarrassment based on personal trial and errors. External warnings are examples, is number two. And then three is being right by defending the in, internal agreements you have made or accepted throughout your life whether in times of success and happiness or times of challenge and fear. Now, an agreement, what's that? I didn't agree. I didn't assign anything, as we normally (laughs) think of an agreement. Uh, Oh, man. But but you kind of have. If you decide you're a woman, I mean, Mm -hmm. physically you're a woman, but you made that decision that I'm going to exist as a woman. I'm going to consciously decide that I'm a woman. Mm-hmm. and you're going to defend that you're a woman. Right. Now, some people decide they want to change the energy of who they are. They no longer feel comfortable being a woman. They uh, exhibit masculine energy. Um, they've been told all of their life they're a woman, but um, they they decide that they, they need to change that because it's not 
it's making them feel really uncomfortable. Maybe that's not the best example in the world. Um, let me think. Uh, it's certainly a controversial uh, one, Heather. <laughs> it, it is. It is. But let's say, um, polit- uh, no, better not get political. <laughs> no. I'm striving for an example here that if you make like statements instead of questions, if you make the statement that um, I'm allergic to something, I just found I am an, I'm allergic to bell peppers, which is sad because I love fajitas. Oh, um, I that but too. if I decide I've agreed to accept the fact, oh no, I should stop. Uh, I just uh, <laughs> decide to accept the idea that I really am allergic to bell peppers, mm-hmm. then. Um, whenever I eat them, and when I say defend, I don't mean just defend from other people, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna say I, I'm allergic to it, and then every time I'm gonna expect that I'm gonna have a reaction mm. if I right. eat them. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but, but okay, so if you are I'm flustered all of a sudden, how funny is that? Um, just here's where I see it the most in my students. I'll take it back to my students. If you say I'm shy, that I'm too afraid to speak in front of people. Mm-hmm. And you've lived with this your whole life. And every time you go to attempt to speak out or present something because of school or work, and yeah. you've made this decision to be shy, how can you change it? But because mm. you said you're shy, it's going to keep you from being chosen to be a leader at work. It's going to keep you from being able to market yourself if you have a craft that you want to share with the world. Yes. And therefore, right. as an adult, even if you were a child and you were shy, you need to say, you know what? I was shy as a child, but yeah. I, I wonder if I can become, a, if I can become braver and share with people as an adult. Mm-hmm. So changing that agreement can have immense value in your life. Right. Oh, it can yeah. be night and day in the career. It you is. Know, it can be. Sure. Yeah. Particularly, um, though, so much of our um, career ladder is visual and being seen and speaking out. And it's those people that have those skills that want to be in management or want to be in um, certainly on the stage. If they have those old agreements still operating, it's going to make their desire for that type of career difficult unless they reprogram it. And so many people in this industry or the one that I've been uh, pursuing um, have challenges with getting up and speaking and doing things like that. Yeah, Yeah, I can see that. Well, there's another challenge that we sometimes, many times have to come up and everybody I know has this, these challenges, and that's when you come up against the boundaries that we've set to keep us safe. And all of a mm-hmm. sudden, we have this major talk that we're going to do, or this major project, or we're responsible for a fundraiser, and we are going to dedicate Sunday afternoon to working on this project. But what mm-hmm. happens, we bump against a boundary, and we start... One famous one for me is procrastinating or finding mm-hmm. someplace we can run to be safe so we don't have to face that fear. You know, Isn't, and sometimes it can just be fear of the spotlight. If you succeed, guess what? You're going to have lots of attention. Right. Yeah. 
So I know so many people that, that say, why can't I get over this procrastination? Why can't I get past that? Why do I do that? A lot of people deal with procrastination. Have you given mm-hmm. some wisdom to your students about this? Yes. You know what? It's like they're, it's like you're running from somebody. You're playing tag, and you can't tell who's it, but you know they're running after you. But mm-hmm. once you get a good look at what's pursuing you, then it's not as scary anymore. Like a child, when they're afraid of what's in the closet because the lights are out and the yeah. shapes are all scary. But as soon as you turn on the light and you see what's there, there's nothing to be afraid of. So here's my advice. There's a way you can figure out what's blocking you, and you simply need to look at um, the things that you're moving away from. And I, I just want to share a really quick story. Most um, coaching programs, and, and you may have done this as well, and I still do it as well, we, we want to look for what people's value systems are because mm-hmm. we want them to hold, you know, be with their values and move toward their goals using the value system. But there are so many things that we want to include in our value system out there, so not necessarily the value system we're operating on. And here mm-hmm. is the secret. If you look at the things you dislike the most, like for me, overwhelm, oh, my mm-hmm. gosh, being ineffective is mm-hmm. huge. I cannot stand to be ineffective. I do not like overwhelm. And there's one other I can't remember at the moment. But if I look at just those two and define them and then look at the flip side, the opposite, I love clarity and mm-hmm. I love being effective. And when I'm doing and involved in something that allows me to be effective and allows me to have clarity, if I'm having issues, then I know I'm not clear enough, and I go back and I work on the clarity, and then those blocks just remove themselves. Right. Because I know what's chasing me, falling into overwhelm, and the fear of being ineffective. Yeah, yeah. For me, personally. So if you know what those items in your closet are, that look icky in the dark. What what are you moving away from? And work on the opposite. Those are your power values. Those are your your powers, okay. your values in action. Here we go. We're going to break. We return with more of Second Wind with Joyce Buford after this short break. I am not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on Toginet. This is your chance, ladies, to hear stories of hope and healing from someone who's been there. Someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of this trauma, she has gone on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free is a straight-up show to enlighten you and to lighten your load. Do not let the weight of this world or the things that have happened to you control your life. For more on the show and Diane and her book, The Story of Me, email her directly from her show page here on Toginet. Then, join us for I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. Have you been laid off, fired, downsized, right-sized, or re-engineered out of a job? Are you unemployed or anticipate that possibility? Then tune in for Successfully Unemployed, hosted by Alan Sherwood, MBA, president of Sherwood Consulting Service. 
Successfully Unemployed will provide you a hope-filled and comprehensive approach to the job search process from an author who's experienced it all. Alan and his guests will cover all dimensions of a job search, physical tasks, mental attitude, emotional health, even one spiritual perspective. All must be integrated in order for a person to be successfully unemployed so they can then be successfully employed. This show is designed to help you move forward from job loss to finding or creating more fulfilling work. For more on Alan Sherwood, MBA, and the show, check out his website, SuccessfullyUnemployed.com. Then join us for Successfully Unemployed with Alan Sherwood, MBA. Thursday nights at 8, 7 Central here on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program focused for and about women. This is a show about how to attain your dreams. Now to help you create the life you want to live to its fullest, here is coach and author of Celebrating 365 Days of Gratitude, Joyce Buford. Okay, so we're back with Heather McGlaskin. McGlaskin? Here we got it. I got all messed up here. And she is the author of Happiness on Tap. And we've just had the best time this morning talking about the mind and how it plays, plays an important part in who we are and what will be tomorrow. So, Heather, before we went to break, we were talking about values. So mm-hmm. how about sharing, just doing a quick wrap-up again of, about the values? Absolutely. Here, let me give you a quick visual. It's so easy. Think of a continuum. A nice long line, and we're all moving away from something, and we're moving towards something else. And it's a continuum because usually what we're moving toward is absolutely the complete opposite of what we're moving away from. So let's take mm-hmm. overwhelm, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm, I really don't like being overwhelmed, so in order to not be overwhelmed, I need to work on not being overwhelmed, which in my case is clarity. The more clear I'm with something, the more I don't have to worry about being in overwhelm. So it makes perfect sense. There's a middle point, though, and usually people are kind of being chased by the things they don't want to be around. But after you pass that middle point, it's manageable, and then you just sort of pulled toward this, this clarity. And clarity is what I want, and that's all about the mind. So if I'm more clear about how the mind works, the happier I am. Right. So if I were saying, instead of focusing on, I'm overwhelmed, I'm overwhelmed, I'm overwhelmed, if I just turn that to, I want to work on clarity. Where am I more clear? Is that how you would approach it? Is that what you're saying? If you feel trapped, but let's Uh take another one. If you're feeling trapped, you're not going to say, oh, I'm I'm afraid, I'm feeling trapped, I'm feeling trapped, I'm focusing on being trapped. Right. But focusing on how, remember the questions, how can I be free? How can I create more choices in my life? Mm-hmm. Then yeah. you know you've passed that middle point. You're no longer running from traps. You are being pulled toward that freedom. Yeah. I want, now you've just finished writing your book, which is Happiness on Tap. It's a wonderful book. And I love looking at the, the, it's broken down into three parts. And what it, one is about, of course, the mind-body connection, and uh, ha- it, it's just, can you want to give us an overview how you broke it down? Can you say that one more time? You want to give us an overview of how you broke it down, your book? Oh, 
that was a that was one of those things where you know I do a lot of things. It was mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, I have so much to give. Let's put it all in one book. But I did make <laughs> it work because mm-hmm. it, it's holistic, yeah. and, and that's who I am. So the mind, really, if we become consciously aware of how we think and how we can change the mind, then everything else can pretty much um, follow suit. But knowing that your body is connected to the mind is really, really key. Um, some of your audience, or maybe even all of them, have heard that if you do certain things like smile or laugh, which are physical things, right? You're yeah. flooding your body with endorphins. You've got serotonin going on. And these are really happy, pain-free hormones that your body needs to feel good, you know? Yeah. Um, so it, there really is a connection. The more you can focus on those purposes, the things you're moving toward, the happier, happier you are, the more chances you have to be healthy in your life. Right. And those that's really how part one and part two work together. And part three is the action portion. Okay, I, so now I know what I know. What can I do with it? Yeah. And do you really amazing. In the book, do you address the um the um inner navigation with the muscle testing? Oh do yes. you use that in tool? Fact, um, yes. And in, in chapter three, there's a more complicated one in the book. Um I suggest getting the book. But um yeah. here's a, can I give you a really, really simple one that helps in decision making, it can even help if you're allergic to something in food and you don't know if there's trace elements of it in the food. There's a way on your own that you can do muscle testing. Oh yeah, for please. muscle testing, oftentimes it's with the help of someone else. But yeah. it's really nice if you can do it on your own. Definitely, especially if you have some private questions that you don't want anybody else to have you, uh, you know, <laughs> hear you ask. Um, just, I'd love to share it with you. In oh. fact, um, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, please. Yeah. Um, so based on your subconscious mind, which is honestly, it's smarter than you are. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. Um, there are things that you are aware of, all those those 200,000 things you notice in a day, and then the 20,000 thoughts that some of them you have to kind of put aside because you can't focus on everything. Mm-hmm. Um, your body knows things. So even though you can smell food, on the top of your mind, your mouth is your mouth is wadi. Your body is having a response um, that because it smells good, you you want to have it, you want to eat it. But let's say you're allergic to a cookie that says gluten free, but you're yeah. gluten intolerant. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's cross contamination that happens, and even though it says it's gluten free, it may not be. But your skin is another sensor. Mm-hmm. So let's say you have this item in your hand. And you're standing up, and you're feeling really balanced. Well, put the cookie down. In your mind, put that cookie down. <laughs> yes, okay. But you have to calibrate. So calibrating is a way of figuring out how your body is going to respond to the truth mm-hmm. or how your body is going to respond if the answer is no. No yes. way, no how. Mm-hmm. So while you're balanced on your feet, if you can go through some truths, like my name is Heather McGlass, obviously that's true, mm-hmm. and I'm going to see what that feels like in my body. I'll also say silly things like, um, I love my husband. Not that that's silly, but that's an obvious truth. Yeah, you know? right. Um, I love my children. And I see what that feels like. Now, for most people, that feels like you're moving forward. And that's a natural inclination. If you want something, you're going to move toward it. Now, if I say I love, oh, I don't know, I love beets, mm-hmm. that my body naturally repels. 
Mm. I naturally feel like I'm rocking back on my heels. So as you say that statement, your body will move forward if it's in agreement or it will move backward if it's negative. Now, that's for most people. Now, other people yeah. may have a different response. Maybe they'll feel butterflies in their stomach if, if, if they're, they're excited about it, or they'll feel a burning sensation if it's a negative. Mm. Do you know okay. what I mean? So mm-hmm. it, it can manifest in different ways. The easiest one is the feeling of being pulled forward or repelling back or walking back on your heels. So back to the cookie. Go ahead, in your mind, pick up that cookie or whatever item it is. After you've already calibrated, you can say things like, this item is good for me. Mm-hmm. Now, the sensors in your skin are going to know if that statement is true. Now, that's a very broad statement. So you can actually get more specific in that. You can say, um, this item is going to uh, feel good after I eat it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's going to be a bit more specific because there may be ingredients in that item that are good for you and other mm-hmm. ingredients that are not. Right. Now, let's transition that from a health food to a life choice. Heather, let's just say you, Heather, yes. I'm going oh, to yeah, interrupt you because I do, my limited exposure to body testing me, makes me think it could go on a little bit longer. We have just oh, two, many, two minutes, and I want my <laughs> audience to know how to get to you. So if they have oh, more absolutely. questions, they can. So give us your website, how they can order your book, all that. We have two minutes. Great. Okay, in two minutes, um, you can go to Heather McGlass, and all one word. My last name is spelled me, M-E, glass, like a glass of water, and then on. Me, glass, on. HeatherMcGlassen.wix.com, and it's brilliance-navigator. So it's heathermcglassen.wix.com slash brilliance-navigator. Everything you need is there. My book's right on that front page. There's programs. I love doing speaking. I help people create their own programs. That's what I do for a living. Um, And my contact information is on there, and I always put wonderful things on my blog. Please feel free to come on by, check it out, and I'd love to hear from you. And find me on Facebook. Now, can they order this from Amazon or only through your website? You can. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it on booklocker.com. That's my favorite site to go to. It's on Barnes & Noble. It's pretty much on any site. Happiness on Tap. That's the name of the book. That's great. Heather, this is, I mean, we have just run out of time. There is so much more we could. We may have to do a redo on this (laughs) because it was so much fun visiting with you today. And you're just a wealth of information. I love that. Oh, thank you. Thank teacher, you. teacher, teacher. And I so love what you are doing in your community. So thank you very much for being with us today. It's, uh, it's just been fun. I've My learned a lot. Joy. And I know our listeners have. So I thank you very much for being with us today. You're welcome. Please, please think about going and checking out my friend Heather McGlasson's website. Thank you for joining us on today's edition of Second Wind. Join us again next week at the same time as Joyce and her guests share strategies of growth and renewal. 
You'll learn how to attain goals and dreams and create the life you want to live to its fullest. Second Win with host, author, and coach Joyce Buford returns next Tuesday at 9 a.m. Central right here on the TogiNet Radio Network.